What is up, everybody? Uh, welcome to this special edition of the Monster Cast here at Sneaky Entertainment. I'm here with my boy Tangent. Say what's up, Tangent. Hey, I'm Tangent the Wiggy Woo, West Coast Avengers crew, westcoastavengers.com. Yeah, and uh, we're in the middle of the day. I know y'all are used to seeing us at night when the monsters like to play, but hey, my boy Tangent said he's a day guy. <laughs> so we're going to do it during the day. Um, we're just going to jump right into it, man. Uh, I know you drove through traffic to get here and shit, so mm -hmm. I don't want to keep you uh, waiting any longer. Um, okay. So I'm going to just start off how I always do. All right. Uh, who are you and what do you do? It's packed question. You can be sure. as literal or as metaphorical as you want, but yeah. just like this is my tee up. Go for it. Tell the people. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm Tristan Acker, uh, also known as Tangent, also known as Wiggy Woo, also known as Tangent Wiggy, also known as Wiggy, Wiggity, Mr. Wiggy, Mr. Wiggins, uh, Tangent the Wiggy Woo, Tangent Wiggy, Tangent Wiggy Woo. There's like a lot of different fucking uh, permutations of how you can say my different monikers and names. Uh, some people know me as Tristan Douglas, Tristan, Tristan Acker. Tristan Douglas? Yeah, because that's my middle name. Oh, Mid okay. Douglas okay. is my middle name, you know, and on Facebook I just have Tristan Douglas, so I don't have my last name on there. Smart, and, uh, smart. For now. I mean, I don't know. I, I probably, now that I'm like about to be 35, maybe I should just. Maybe put, it's time. Maybe I should just put my real name <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, I'm not. Maybe I'm not fooling anyone anymore. Yeah. You're, not in, you're not in college anymore. Yeah. You're not looking for a job. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fooling anyone. Anymore. That's true. That's true. The, uh, my job's looking for me. Um, Amen to that. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I uh, do a bunch of things. I, I I guess I'm a writer. You know, I, I write. Right? And uh, I play piano. I sing. I, I uh, play piano, sing, and rap, and do poetry. Uh, I have my master's degree in poetry from Cal State San Bernardino, and I. Um, Master's degree in poetry. Yeah, I have a bachelor's and a master's in creative writing, and the, uh, the, with an emphasis in poetry. So you're probably the first master poet I know. <laughs> no, no, there's a lot in the scene, man. Uh, Adam Etal, uh, for, formerly known as Fame Kills, uh, has a master's in uh, an MA in composition, I believe. Um, there's uh, this dude myself who raps, and he has a master's in management or something like that. There's a lot of dudes out there who who who, who live that intersection of academia and hip hop. Um, I mean, I'm there with you, but I never heard someone like as poetry as oh, there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like a couple, but not many. Yeah, not like, many. Like I know there's people that have degrees and do music, right. but poetry, like specifically, and that I is, think you're the first. Thanks, <laughs> that man. I've met, that I've met, that I've met. So I, I do that as well as uh, I'm a music journalist who focuses on the IE, but I also write about stuff all over SoCal. Uh, so I write about. Um, LA people, San Diego people, Orange County people, IE people, sometimes beyond those areas, but mainly. You write about people. Yeah, well, well music, you know, <laughs> music, music musicians, music art. And, you know, I've written for Juicebox over the years, I've written for Zeus Entertainment. Uh, right now, I do a lot of stuff for Untapped Hip Hop and Untapped Hip Hop Magazine. Their website's down, by the uh, way. Untapped is? Yeah. Okay. You might want to text someone I'm, about I'm that. I'm going to have to check that out, I too. Just, I looked at it and they, they asked if I wanted to claim it as my own. Okay, <laughs> but, yep. And that I'm, might just be the link in your bio. I'll but, follow up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? There's a tangent.wordpress.com where I have my solo blog where I talk about a lot of things like IE local politics and housing market and other boring 30s guy shit like which that. Which we're definitely going to get into because yeah. of you I listened to your new project a yeah. couple times. Oh, thanks, and, man. And uh Localist, yeah, you live up to it. Thank you. And I, I definitely want to get into that. Oh, thanks, man. I also listened to the uh, the Huskies radio interview. Wow. Uh, so there's definitely uh, 
homie was cracking some jokes yeah. that I'm gonna take a little bit more serious. Okay, okay. Because there's okay. definitely some stuff that I was like, hey, that's a real question, sir. Yeah. Don't laugh at. Don't okay. laugh at. Oh, that's oh a real shit. Question, oh, yeah, I can tell that you're a nerd like me. All right. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm in. And then we got the thug nerd in the chat. Got a shout out, face. Uh, hey. he, you know, he's usually here. Uh, obviously, we're all fucking monstering it up right now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into some nerd shit. I have a bunch of shit written down here. Oh, cool, uh, so man! Comics is definitely on there. Shit! Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, but, uh, so that's my introduction then. Okay, cool. No, that's beautiful. And that's great. Thanks, that's like man. probably the best one I've gotten so far too. <laughs> Just because Thank people you. are always like, "Uh, what do I say? Oh. It's so loaded." I'm I, like, "That's the point." I have a lot. Load to say. me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted the first thing I want to talk uh, touch on, and this is something that like I I noticed, right? Um, do you have classical musical training? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, are you self-taught? Because I, the, I being it, able to play piano and sing mm-hmm. the, the way that you do is usually something that I feel is like you find in classically trained musicians. You know, so okay. I'm curious, like, how that happened. What's your musical training? How did you become like a musician? Musician. Okay, uh, my my dad uh, had a master's in French in in, in music. Had a master's in music and played French horn. You know, and so I was around that my whole life, and and I always so I always knew I wanted to get like really educated in the arts that I wanted to get into. You know, and that I could study like, um, like the arts or something fun like poetry or music, and that that could be my education. You know, and so. So there you was had an that. example in I had education. Ex- I had an example in musical art in education. Arts education. Yeah. All right. right, which is rare. It, yeah. it really is, you know, and, and it was a gift in, in so many ways. But uh, so there was that, and then uh, when I was like nine, I did start playing the trumpet, and I learned treble clef. You know how to play regular treble treble clef trumpet, and that gave me some musical basics. And then by the, when I was twelve, I kind of was done with trumpet, and I, I started playing piano and singing and rapping and writing more poetry, like all at twelve, all, all at twelve. You know, like all four of those things happening at 12 you know as well as like becoming a more active writer in general so when did you first get introduced to hip-hop then if you were writing and rapping at 12 you must have been listening to hip-hop at yeah i mean i remember being a young boy hearing the fresh prince you know oh shit you know like like being like six you know hearing that stuff you know so like i got into clean rap for like ages six through nine you know will smith is cussing his rap right 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 right. (laughs) and then and then from like after age nine you know my i had a friend who showed me the Chronic and Biggie and all that kind of stuff. And then so by the time I was 11, I was into that stuff. And by the time I was 12, I was super into that stuff. And then by when I was a teen in high school, I shifted into classic rock and got into like counterculture and hippie culture and what I understood to be that beat, beat generation literature and all that kind of stuff for many years. You know. Before. Oh, so we had like the inverse... Yo, you, uh, you, you I was a rocker, and then like I found hip hop and... as like my saving grace. You know? ah, wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, have had a back and forth with the, with those the different kind of you know genres of countercultural music and stuff. And um, it comes across in your music as well. You thanks, can hear man. the different influences, and it, it's refreshing. You know, it's nice because it's like I, uh, it's nice to like not hear the same monotonous tones and sounds and, and approaches to shit. Yeah. So that's, I think that's dope, you know? Like, Thank you. Yeah. And then as far as piano, uh, I would just learn jingles like, I'm gonna press this button and get this tone that helps me match like the nothing but a G thing. You know, like I would just, like just find, figure those out. And then from there, I would figure out like the Doors songs I'd be listening to that I wanted to play on piano so I could sing it and shit like that. But I would do it by ear. So my, my piano is always, I, my dad got me like a couple lesson lessons from a dude in and your teacher just couldn't stand you, huh? Yeah, because he was just like, you're too, you want to do your pop songs. You want songs. to do your pop songs, You know, yeah. you don't want to, you're not really interested in, like, doing the hard rigor. And he's right, you know, like, so I'm not as good as I could be. There's some dudes out there, friends that I know in the scene, I can't think of their names right now, um, that are really fire at playing piano and stuff. But I'm, 
I'm good at what I always say is I'm, I play piano good enough to sing to, and I sing well enough to play piano to. But I don't. So feel you, like, you compliment know. yourself yeah. with yourself. Right, 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 right. You know, and, and so uh, yeah, I'm self-taught, and I play by ear with piano. Uh, and the singing and was the same way as well. More or less, too. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, yeah, actually, yeah. That's yeah. dope. Um, so Thank you. yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, you sound like someone who had lessons. So I guess it's Damn. true, right? And at some point, you did have some lessons, but yeah. A little they bit. Did, they just didn't, a little they bit. didn't last. They didn't like last. It was, I had like two lessons, piano lessons. Yeah, yeah. So you were writing and rapping and playing at 12. Yeah. And, is, and at that same time, were you also like creative writing and writing like like the stuff that would grow into blog stuff later? Was that all happening at the same time as well? Well, because of school, right? Like school will make you write a report and stuff like that. So I felt like I was getting, looking back, it was like I was getting practice on prose and things like journaling and diaries from things you would do for school. And then the other stuff were other ways I could write. I'm like, well, schools also showed me poetry. I could write poems, right. you know? And I, this music I listened to is poetry. I could write stuff like this. And so I would even just write you know like I would take a Warren G song that I liked and change all the lyrics so that it matched my neighborhood and me and my friends gotcha. and stuff like that but it'd be the Warren G song you know like which is and, like what you do now basically right dude actually you know it's, actually, it's funny that I just even said that exact example yeah cause that's what because, you do right now because a, I eat the fuck out because, because a couple years ago when during the Elizabeth Warren campaign I took that Warren G song Regulate and I changed the lyrics to make it about Elizabeth Warren and, and, and then uh, a bunch so you've of, been doing this shit and so I just realized like damn I've never stopped fucking around with Warren G stuff you know <laughs> Specifically Warren G. I'm like, yeah, Warren G. Like, Thank you, Warren. Let me rejigger this Warren G. song so it fits my stuff. And uh, yeah, and I mean, and I wasn't doing those things together. Like now, I could play and sing and rap in the same three minutes on a song. Right, right, right. Back then, I was learning to do those three. Which things. is impressive, by the way. When Thank I see you. those videos, I'm like, oh man, this guy's doing it. Thank you, dude. Thank you. It's, it's a- not easy, bro. I know what it takes, man. That shit's not easy. It's like, it's like, it's like drumming. Because you're using, dude, and then it's like you're also rapping, which yeah. is like a whole different rhythm, right? Yeah. And then you're holding notes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. And I DJ as well. It's all like, like hand, you, doing man. different hand shit. That, doing different hand shit. It's coordination. It's hard. And yeah. then singing and hitting notes and keeping like, and being on point with it is not, it's not easy. So when I see it, I appreciate the craft. I'm like, dude, okay. thank you. This will put in the time. That's you very know? kind of you. Thank no, you yeah. so much. I mean, you earned it, bro. You earned it. Thank I'm just, you. I'm just telling you what, what you, what you, what you worked for. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> um, and at this time, were you into comics? I'm guessing oh, all this shit yeah. was happening all at the same time, Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, you know, I was really blessed. My, my Nino and my Nina, you know, my godparents who are also my Theo and my Thea, you know, um, they, I didn't even realize that they were taking me to comic shops and comic cons when I was like a little boy, when I was like ages four through eight. Oh, you were a comic con baby and didn't it, even know it? Didn't even know that like, <laughs> my, my, my tío and tía, you know, who are younger than my mom, you know, um, were taking me to things like that. Because they always liked it. Like my tía liked Lady Death and Vampirella and, like, you know, cool, sexy comic stuff, you know, and um, my tío probably did too. And, <laughs> and, and, he was and, probably into that. He probably liked it too. And, uh, but anyway, so they were into that stuff. So, like, oh, we're going to take Tristan, you know, like, you know, I'm sure my mom was happy to, you know, get me off her hands for a day right. and uh, and and so I didn't even I never didn't know a world where it was like Batman and Spider-Man and the Ninja Turtles and like the kind of stuff that I liked you know like was always by the time I started having memories at age 4 or 5 like they that, were just stuff, there that stuff was there but looking back my Theo and Thea were taking me to, to comic book shops and cons and, and, and like little comic cons and stuff right. and um, I think even a medium sized one based on a couple of memories so yeah so, so by the time I was 9 I was doing good enough in school that I could bug my parents to like like, 
spot me one to three dollars uh, to go buy comic books well, to even just get them off the rack at Stater Brothers yeah, in the IE we had this I don't know if they have it here as much as Stater Brothers a, a, a grocery store yeah there's and a Stater Brothers here right, right, I, don't, right. I don't remember I don't remember them selling comics and shit but uh, you know they, I haven't seen them there in years okay but, so but maybe when it was before my time when I, but when I was nine years old there was comic book racks at Stater Brothers and because I was doing you know that's how I saw it like I'm doing good in school so I feel okay to ask hey mom can y'all I get always bug me to do good in school I'm doing good in school can I get a little kickback can I get a Spider-Man comic? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And you know, even before that, when I was seven, my, my Theo and Theo were getting me um, Spider-Man and X-Men trading cards. And so, I, and the trading cards would have dope imagery. Oh, shit. Oh, you're uh, good, you're uh, good. Do- I, put, I put you up, you're good. Uh, uh, dope art. But, um, and then in the back, they would have little summaries and references to the comic books. And they would even say like, oh, in this issue, this happened. Like in the in the cards. So the cards were great ads for the comics. Right, right, right. You know? Which and, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were they doing. They knew what they were so fucking marketing. Seven, it was the cards. By nine, I was actually reading the comics off the rack. And then by the time I was a teen, I was, you know, getting graphic novels at like comic shops or Virgin Megastore or wherever the hell I could find them. So, yeah, you basically... The, the, the artist and the dude you are now is basically kind of like the same person you were growing up. You haven't changed much. In, in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot of ways. That's uh, the core. The I core. feel like that's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, I mean, like, yeah, I just to see someone kind of stay consistently, like, into the same shit, I feel yeah. like people, like, kids, like, you know, people, they get into hobbies and they go through phases and they're yeah. into shit and they're not into shit. Like, I think it's kind of cool that, like, you've kind of been this guy. You're like, this is like your authentic <laughs> self. You, know? like, you still have that, that young part of you that yeah. just survived all the fucking turmoil of the world, you know? <laughs> the, the album before, you, the localist is you're young for a long time, you know? Oh, and, s- and, and so similar ideas there, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, to me, because I was into so much shit, it was easy to stay into all that shit. Because it's like, I like the stoner shit, I like the hippie shit, I like the hip-hop shit, you know, I like the comic book shit. But I also, not just superhero stuff, I, I like indie graphic novels and crazy-ass stuff, too. I've read not just Alan Moore, but, you know, Mouse or what have you. I've read a bunch of indie, you know, indie graphic Shit that's novels, not like pop culture not, shit. Or not superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like all that co- comic right. book shit. You know, like all that shit. I like them with the like Sunday... Like Sin City type th- shit. Th- like, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even like Sunday Funnies and shit. I've read like books on books on books. Um, <laughs> Garfield and Peanuts and Calvin and Hobbes and The Far Side and just like comics. I just, I love comics. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Honestly, I got into comics like later. Like yeah. I was into superheroes because, yeah. you know, who isn't as a kid? I had toys yeah. and shit. Sure. But I don't think I, like, yeah, I'm still barely getting into like buying books and right. reading comic books and shit, you know? I was always like reading books, books, but never like illustrated Sick. shit, you know? Uh, so when did you get into writing writing like yeah. into like blogging and journalism and like like how like how old or at what time or when was that what was that cracking i think um one day i was in the comic shop probably around 2008 or 9 and there was this dude who worked for archie comics in the comic shop to, uh, complaining that like he didn't have enough people that could review comics and write for his website and i was so i must have been 22 and, and I was like, hey, I, I have a, I'm getting my degree in English at Cal State and uh, San Bernardino. And, and this I, is your and undergrad at this point? I, I was an undergrad yeah. still. It took me seven years to get my undergrad, which is why I was so happy to do the master's in two after. Van <laughs> Wilder over yeah, here? <laughs> yeah, it, it took nine years to do to get both degrees. But that sounds way cooler. Like, oh, I got, I got you know, the master's in nine as opposed to I got my bachelor's in seven, you know. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, you know like, yeah, like it's, so that was another incentive to do that shit. But also, it was fun as hell. But... Um, 
anyway, I was an undergrad and I heard overheard this Archie Comics rep, you know, saying he needs reviewers, and I was like, dude, I got you, you know. And then he's like, we can't pay you, but we can we can approve you for press passes for Comic Cons, right? You're so, like, that's kind of like payment. Bro. So from 2010 <laughs> through 2012, I went to all the Comic Cons I wanted to for free uh, with a press pass from Arch from. Uh, but he was called First Comics News. It was the outlet that Archie Comics had started, like a little yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like a little offshoot that they yeah. could cover their own comics yeah, and, and like and cover yeah. other shit. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. And so I like was, a way to push comics right. and shit in general, like the whole scene, raise it up, right. you know, like create a, a publication that says, right. hey, this is what's popping in comics. Like, yes, right. exactly. Because that so, doesn't exist. Or, right. I mean, it was just like pre-internet social media blow up, really, right? And like, I didn't even read any Archie shit for them. I just read the shit I was reading. I was like, I'll just write about the shit I'm already reading, you know? And yeah, they're, you're like, not, they're not paying you to read to right. read Archie shit. Right, right, right. right. So, so they're like, that's fine, because at least that legitimized their website, because now there's right. other It's not just Archie shit, right? Right, there's yeah, people yeah. that are like covering Batman and other shit on there, right, too. Right, right, right. And so I got a press pass for three years uh, writing reviews about comics so that was kind of one of my first like real consistent dips into the dipping my toe into the pool of like I'm gonna write reviews on shit you know and it was easy it became easy to me yeah cause I mean you already liked the comics and, and you can you had to read yeah so which is where your name came from right, right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly uh, so blog what happened with Zeus okay uh, what was it it was a two year contract as far as what they paid me for and I don't know I, I knew that the I heard that the guys that owned it because uh, I actually worked only through Alex Reynoso the graphic designer who I've worked with for years uh, he's gone through a few different names with different companies right now he goes by Monocle Firm and you can find him on Instagram at, at Monocle at Monocle Firm or at Monocle Collective or both and Monocle spelled correctly he's an amazing graphic designer who does really good work for a decent price uh, quickly it's actually nuts how good he is um, but um, write that down. Yeah, Alex oh. Reynoso yeah yeah he's fire and I could yeah you could you know you and I know each other well enough you could easily get me to get him you know for you and um what was it? He used to be more IE center based, but now he's Palm Springs area based. And um, I should stop telling, giving his business out. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> he's still IE, repping IE hard. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, he's fire, and he helped me get that contract. He he told them about me when they needed content, and he helped help. He's the one who designed how the website looked and stuff. And so I worked with him, and I never actually met the guys. You know, um, I think once I got invited to a barbecue, and I couldn't make it. Um, but I never actually met the guys, but I heard that they owned. It was some, all via online shit. Yeah, I just dealt with Renoso and. Um, um, and I heard that uh, they own some food trucks and they own some other businesses and that they they were into hip-hop and so they wanted to have a hip-hop outlet, which is what I helped with. And then less than a year after uh, the contract with, with me ended, uh, the website shut down. But, you know, I'm grateful for the time that I, that I had there. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I got paid consistently for two years, you know, to, to blog for them about, uh, mainly about IE Hip Hop. It was great. No, yeah. And, I mean, they got to, you got paid to do what you wanted to do, right. which is like, that's the American dream, right. baby. It was, pretty, it was pretty fire. But after two years of that, I needed a break. And so I took a year off of blogging, of hip hop blogging, and I came back in February with my show. Which is uh, tapped in with tangent, which I do with Untapped. Which I know? saw that, right. and we were—I was going to ask about oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, perfect yeah. segue. Okay, so, cool, what cool, is cool. this Untapped? Yeah, so it's my comeback to music journalism. You know, I, I found it was challenging to write twenty articles plus a month. You know, for Zeus, um, and I was actually doing something pretty similar for Juicebox before, but that was for no pay. That was just me doing it. You know, uh, at a partnership with Dice, who's, who's awesome, and King Dice. You know, shout out, and. Um, owner proprietor of uh, Royal Gambling Club and, uh, and Juice Box. But um, anyway, uh, I took a year off and really wanted to get back to talking a lot about IE Hip Hop uh, and, and, and broader SoCal indie hip hop, but especially IE Hip Hop, um, without having to write 20 articles a month. You know, and so uh, I, I've been, I was kind of manifesting that, and it literally, Untapped and Productive Culture came to me. Um, both said, like, hey, like, we'll, we'll, um, we'll produce a pilot season for you. You know, so I've been getting to do that. You know, just like these two production companies are coming together to help me 
you know, like make that happen. You know, isn't like, that crazy yeah. when you just put it out there? Yeah, it's like I would just told the universe, like, this is what I want. This is what I want, and I want to come down to work for it. Yeah, I want to come back with a podcast. I don't want to come back having a blog. I want to come back with a podcast or a YouTube show, rather. In this case, is what it is. You know, and. I mean, it's all the same shit. I think so too, but but respect to the homie JNKM from Productive Culture who says this is a YouTube my show my show with him is a YouTube show. I'm like, all right, respect. All right, that's what you, you want. Know. If he's producing, that's what he's producing. It. <laughs> it's a YouTube show. He's producing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got it. It's a, um, it's a YouTube. Yeah. So and I, maybe he doesn't want to be fucking niched into a podcast, right? Because a lot of podcasts don't have a visual portion, like right, the ones that correct. do. And, you know, and then he better, is but. correctly getting on D and I to he he wants us to turn the stuff into audio so we could make it a more conventional podcast content. So we got to. I mean, so is there a lot of visual components to it? There is in the current version of it. actually both versions had a big visual component. So so the first so, like were stuff that you wouldn't understand what was going on if you were just listening to it. So J and K M and D are giving me a six episode pilot season, right? And the first three episodes were me and the thought, and the thought was in Pomona, but now he's in Oklahoma, you know. And I picked the, the thought, thought the thought Jack maybe. You know? yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah, he's he awesome. Did some shit with Shaco Spiel, right? Um, he's a stuff with so many people. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he just, a bald, heavy set dude, or yeah, I, yeah, okay. baldish. You know, and maybe uh, he's grown his hair out since. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has a short, short Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close to the yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's a really talented dude and a and a really interesting mind. You know, and um, what was it? So I had him on the first three episodes with me because I knew he also listened to a lot of IE hip hop and that we could cover a lot of material. But I learned that that was like the down, not the downfall, but a pit, um, something a. a challenge a learning curve you know something for me to master unexpected unexpected uh, uh, challenge like that from. like oh if I'm not just blogging I'm actually having to talk with someone else then it's like I have to cover less stuff so that I can let him talk so that I could talk as much as I want to talk it's like so now I you gotta kind of have to like uh Condense it yes. and make it more, well, it more, 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 more uh, bite size and shit. Yeah, I just cover less stuff, you know. Because by the third episode, I think we had it to a better rhythm where we were only covering like five things, you know. And over the forty-five minute episode, and it was right. like way more manageable. And oh, and it's a time thing, right? It's forty-five minutes, like you know. Every like set. Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, like I mean, the producers are cool. Like we got, we've gotten, we've gone into an hour before, and they were cool about it. But I could tell like what they were going for is something tighter, forty-five, which to me is still pretty luxurious, you know. Like forty-five minutes is still longer than. A half hour episode and half hour episodes now these days a whole 30 minutes is actually longer than the 22 minute episodes we actually grew up on because commercials commercials take up, yeah yeah, yeah. Take eight minutes. So, yeah that, that now so, that i'm re-watching x-men 97 and shit i'm these like episodes these are, are short so, as hell yeah. like the animated batman i'm like dude i can get through a whole season like, in like a couple of hours yeah like, that's wild man it's wild correct or, well the seasons were long it's like half a season but like a, a season today is like 14 you know they're like 20 40 episodes in their season yeah, I mean, I season ten, whatever the hell they wanted. No, to and make. I think uh, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Actually, yeah. is streaming content. It could just, be ten, it's like ticket twenty five. Whatever time. they want to do. Now it's fourteen. Next time, yeah. Whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah, and that's another difference, I guess, from a YouTube show to a podcast. Right? Podcast open format. You know, yeah. it can go anywhere from like one hour to four hours. You know, thirty that's minutes true. to four hours. You know, it's like no one really cares. Because they're they're used to them being long, it's fucking spammers uh, all day every day. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like spam yeah. risk, <laughs> dude. Uh, that's why, like, I'm always I try, I'm trying to think of different rap things that come from the the, the the scammers, right? So they say scam likely, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been telling Cam Archer and Cam Gnarly in my in my city, and they need to make an album together called Cam Likely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, they're not really going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I can uh, see them not going for yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay, you know. And uh, what was it? But actually, I think me and the homie Diesel are about to make a project called Fam Likely. 
Ashley. You know, you know, like just again playing off the scam yeah, likely, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. like, it's like I like that. It's, I'm like this full scam likely. I'm like that is a great rapper name, scam likely. You know, like someone needs to come out as scam likely, yeah, yeah, little scam likely. I can know? see that. Young scam likely. Uh, oh, my bad. Face face says he used to get comics at Ross. Yes. Okay. Okay. And there was also and he Vetco. said mouse. He said mouse is dope as well. My bad. I was not yes. interested in the chat, guys. Keep chatting. I'm gonna pay better attention to the chat. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry for all the people in the chat. We should give him a shout out real quick, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's face, right? Yeah, that's face, face. Yo, I'm, face. I was listening to Cushion Caffeine. You know, on the way here, I'm like six of the seven tracks deep on, on on that EP, and it was really fun. You know, um, what was it? Uh, I was I was mentioning a track that I uh, the, the, the Suave one. The Suave one is tight. You know, I'll, but there's so much personality and it's fun. You got your work. You guys' work is funny. I really appreciate it. And uh, I heard the excuse me. What was the MM Up Clan? Team uh, the called? the thing. We just called it the Monster Clan EP. Yeah. The Monster Clan EP, yeah. I, I heard that shit too. And the drugs and groceries, that shit is fire. So y'all keep. keep I think I and I saw Barlos and Face together at at the at up your game. You know, at Diesel's thing here uh, around here. Uh, well, in, in Fullerton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, no, these folks are dope. And I had a, I was supposed to be there, but I had to work. So, oh, for know, sure. You know how that shit goes. Yeah, I do I do? Uh, I'm just gonna give a shout out to everybody in the chat. What's up, Oax Two, Alien Conglomeration, Alien Gathering, another TTV viewer, a service stop. And Edelina, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions for uh, a tangent, make sure to ask. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've covered, let's see, let me check my list here. Cardi. I've read Chew. I read the first issue of Chew. That was a weird-ass comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chew is like the, uh, this detective who, like, he gets clues, he gets visions of what happened from eating a piece of something that's at the scene. Oh, so he has to eat some gross shit. That sometimes. sounds crazy. Yeah, it sounds it's gross, but but it was a creative idea. You Wasn't know? there a DC guy who ate like hair or some shit, and he would find? I think he came out in the, the Doom Patrol. He would eat like shit from the sink, and that's how he'd be able to find yeah. people. That's a thing. I think that was a thing. That's crazy. Doom Patrol was crazy. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I I read some Doom Patrol and I've seen it like the first episode or two. I need to go watch more of it. It's a little out of control. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) What what, what I saw was good. It was just daunting how much content there already was. I'm like, oh man, there's already a season of this shit. No, now they're about to release season three or four, so it's it's deep. Damn. Okay, I'll catch up at some point. So Titans and Doom Patrol are both supposed to come out with new seasons. Are they in the same universe? Are they a crossover episode? Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I I I read into it because I was curious. Yeah. And apparently, um, it was more like a teaser for the show as opposed to it was really being a legitimate crossover. Okay. They wanted to keep Doom Patrol contained okay. its own world, separate from Titans. Okay. But they did that little cameo as like a promo to like, hey, this is coming. Get excited about Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that Which makes Which is sense. like smart, but also actually, like I kind of want to see them in the same world yeah, now. You I know? feel like this is a safe space to admit this. Yeah. That, um, I guess some people in my life know this. Um, that, is, this a, is this a controversial? Are you about well, to get canceled right now? Uh, no, no, just embarrassed. Um, what was it? That Titans show on HBO is like one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. You know, because it's not really that good, but it's good enough to like have on in the background or to fall asleep to. Or... It's like it has the it has the right amount of uh, uh, fan fan fate, like, you know, the right amount of fan service. Mm-hmm. It's just, and, and, and enough for you to ignore how cheesy it is at times. Yeah. Like, I, I forget. Like, I'll be like, that's cheesy, but I'm just going to forget it's there. I'm just going to forget the cheesiness. Yeah. You know? I'm just gonna not, just, I don't care how cheesy it is. Because Bruce Wayne's in this episode, so yeah. I'm watching it. I'm watching you know? it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
and he's he's like not even a great Bruce Wayne, right? Like right. you could never imagine that dude being Batman in his cowl, right? Like, you could never okay. see that guy being. Oh no, Batman. I can make a, a case for this dude that they have as playing Bruce Wayne in the Titans, man, because he, he has an Adam West vibe to him, but he plays Adam like Adam West Batman older and more serious. Yeah, and I really dig that. But the, yeah. but see, Adam West in the cowl was like a joke. It have you ridiculous. seen the new Batman, the Batman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel like. The way Robert Pattinson looks in that, and the way he aged, could look like this dude okay. who, who is Batman in the Titans, you know? Okay. And so I'm like, they, right. I see what you're building, DC. All right. I see what you're building. All right, all right. You know? When you put it like that, maybe. I mean, I am usually high, deserving all this stuff, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but that is my thought. I mean, I'm with you, bro. I'm right there with you. It's good. Horrible Bruce Wayne, though, but he has an accent. Uh, I think he he does the Adam West accent, you know. Was, uh, what was it? Uh, what was? Oh man, he just, he talks like uh, he has like this rasp, but that has like a, his spacing and tone. Yeah, it, 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 he he tries. He's like imitating Adam West. He's doing the Adam West thing. Nah, honestly, I think I, if Face could be here, y'all would be going off. Dude, of I'm just realizing. I'm like, I gotta come back with. No, him. he's so, way more. I could come back at night sometime. I didn't realize that that was what it would take to get the whole squad. No, but, yeah, yeah, because yeah, during the days, like I could do it, but the whole squad, yeah. Okay, I'll like, come back. Because people work. And I'll come back for the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, we've actually we haven't done our full um, uh, multiverse of madness spoiler episode. Like we haven't actually done that yet. Oh. So maybe you come back when we do that, and we just Dude, make it a, 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 a nerd. That episode. would be fire. I'm gonna say episode. this is me and you, but I could come back with Sean from West Coast Avengers, who's a huge nerd too. Oh, he's with, nerdier. With, yeah, his yeah. nerd level was one thousand. I saw him, my little reader was like beep 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 when I was watching the Husky. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, he's super nerdy with it too, and so I could bring him and meet up, and we could do one with your whole crew. That would be yeah on a would, Monday night because that's when we do Monday the night monster monster Mondays. Is we could we do, do that we, sometime. We, we nerd out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now I know. I'm learning. Yeah. 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 That's cool though yeah, uh, yeah. these are more like i like this so is cool too this there's, is cool there's too, two yeah. there's two variety shows we do yeah. right we have the one where it's like everybody has a segment and it's more like a tonight show type deal yeah. like, all right now here's our next host or whatever and mm. we have a guest right but then this is more like i want to do a deep dive on this person and Sick. really like tease out all the shits right Sick. Um, and then so that's why i get you one-on-one like yeah so get you high you know hell yeah man <laughs> so the other thing um so now the episodes i'm doing right now tapped in with tangent um with productive culture and untapped hip-hop is uh, a panel with me calligraphy the homegirl moni and mr sham from west coast Avengers. Oh, I know, moni, yeah 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 and the, and uh and we're just re reacting to two music videos per episode and one of them tends to be ie and i try to make sure that there's something from a woman in each one too you know um what was i think the i think the first one we did but I mean, another reason i'm glad we have money like, we at least have some other perspective as a diverse panel you know that was even honestly jack from you know it was a, there was a thought who really made me think about that when i asked him to do the, do the show with me um he, he was like yo like the most one of the most important things he's like you need to immediately start figuring out how to include women in, into this because we can't be another all guy podcast situation you know and i'm like you're right so we did three episodes me and him you know but we still made sure that we covered women and stuff and and, uh, and then now i got money on the panel and we tried try to cover you know a diverse broad spectrum of people as well as still with some centering on the ie you that's know, why i was trying to push uh, bonnie to do her pod because i mean she says she has still, all these episodes already that's a a, a unique you know a feminine voice in yeah. fucking hip-hop that could be and she's from everywhere too she's been in the yeah. ie she's been in la yeah yeah she's she's dope she's i mean she's i'm a huge huge fan of her i've written about her work as well and and um 
what was it? Uh, so no, tapped in. Oh, tapped in. The panel show now, and uh, four people panel reacting to two music videos. And so, how and many episodes out of the six have you done? One uh, with like that. So I've done three with me. And, no, so three with me. So there's four. Sorry. Four. Yeah, there's yeah. four. So of you the have six. two more. Two more to do. But, the, but uh, me and Dee have been talking about finding ways to continue. Um, there's some. You know, I shouldn't say out loud. Don't don't there. say that. You can't I say because no, no, people no, are watching. People, say, people no, watch this shit. No 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 no. no, no. So, but we also no, do no, exclusives here because we get high and forget. I'm gonna say. I'll say this carefully. I'll just say this carefully. Like some p- p- people whose names I won't mention yet have talked about helping me produce other versions of other shows. I have a lot of shows that I would do. You know, like I would do a show where me and Sean talk about nerd shit. You know, Sean, Mr. Sham from West Coast Avengers. You know, I mean, it was a different guest. Not baby Sham, not little Sham, but Mr. Mr. Sham. You know, but he's been baby Sham in the past. But you know, that's it's, yeah. it's been a long time since he was baby Sham. You know, um, what was it? Somewhere, Mr. Sham talk nerd shit. Me and Sham and the thought talking politics. Me and the thought do, debating hip hop. Um, another one that I think the next one that I would do would be, and this is the one that some there's someone out there who some people know of, um, and I'll mention it when it's closer to happening like as far as his name. Um, wants to produce one where I review a bunch of stuff I've been listening to in terms of indie hip-hop, focusing on IE, but not necessarily only IE, for like 20, 30 minutes. And then I'd, at the last 15 minutes of the 45-minute show, interview one of the people that I reviewed. You know, and it's a, cool. so it's be a different person every episode. So, so I'm gonna keep finding ways to do my music journalism through YouTube shows and podcasts if possible. And then if that doesn't work out, then I'll definitely go back to writing until that builds enough momentum for me to get what I want. You know, and uh, and I, oh, and, and I am still doing some writing uh, right now too uh, because of the podcast and the YouTube show kind of invigorating me about it. Uh, I'm doing uh, two profile pieces uh, right now. Um, one about the Brewhouse Brew, uh, the homie Tawny, uh, Tawny One Love on Instagram, T A W N Y. Um, he's also he's Tony B and R boards on in, on Twitter. Uh, what was it? Um, he he's a photographer and he's at most of the Bruja shows. I'm at most of the Bruja shows, so I'm saying, hey, I'm writing. You're you're taking photos. Like let's do so, it. Like, do let's, let's do a sick ass. And then you know these girls are taking their sweet time uh, dropping their album. Uh, so which is saying that we talk about all the time about, that, that they don't have an album. Like, really? Yeah. That's on record. Like on your guys' show, you talked about, hey, the Bruja don't have an album. It's probably the first time I'm talking about it on camera. On camera, but we've always oh, as homies. Yeah, no, yeah. well, because yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, curate yeah. shows. Yeah. And we're booking shows. Right. We book shows. So we're all constantly looking at... Yeah. We're, we're, we pay attention to artists and yeah. the scene. Like, how do you... If you're really about this shit yeah. and you're really about building shit, you got to pay attention. Yeah. And so we do. Yeah. And, and we, we're always up on like, okay, who's dropping the album this year? Yeah. Who's dropping, we try to coordinate shows with new projects. Like, we think about this shit. We're intentional yeah. with our shit. So it's come up. Like, yo, it goes to dough. We see them doing all these shows. They yeah. don't have an album out. Yeah, crazy, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> And so I'm saying that gives me time to finish the article. I actually have definitely written a couple pages of it already. And I have a timeline of like the shows where there's I've been going to that's going to help me write like dispatches from the Brew House Brew Tour. You know, so that's really, really fun. Yeah, you- see, face confirmed. They're dope as fuck. No album. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and you know they're doing shit. They've, I've, I'm, I'm privileged enough that I've heard a couple unreleased tracks from them and stuff too. So yeah, I know they recorded a left method. So, so I know yeah, there's yeah. more content. You it's know, coming. Like, it's like coming. The, the content's coming. coming. You know. And uh, but anyway, I have time to finish this article with with Tony, which is why I don't feel irresponsible that I'm starting another article about Zane One, uh, who just dropped a new album, and I'm starting to write about her stuff. And I know Tony's a big Tony's one of the Tony and Kiddo are who showed me Zane's work, and I'm like just super into it right now so I've started to write a bit uh, about about her work as well and I would love to kind of interview her and kind of make it like a review slash profile like you know a piece on her but it wouldn't be as long it wouldn't be as epic as this brew house one is going to be I think you know because just because of the amount of time and shows that y'all have covered together I've been to so many of the brew house shows and and have like 
and James one person versus a crew of girls to cover you know where I want to they each have their own story I want to give them each justice so I'm going to take my sweet time with that but uh, but I could see he's finishing the Zane one sooner so so yeah so I'm doing some writing too having fun with it on some on my almost famous shit you know like following following around uh, you know I'm a golden <laughs> you know uh, following around uh, bands that make me feel amazing you know and um, what was it um yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's where that's the music journalism. Right All right. Now. So yeah. let's just recap real quick. Uh, <laughs> you're 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 still putting out. You're putting out this Untapped with Tangent yep. on uh, Tapped in with Tangent. Tapped yeah. in. My bad. Tapped untapped the production company. Yeah. Tapped in with Tangent on Untapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you got you it. Props. I'll send you that. I'll send you that. For, uh, okay. You have you have a little, uh, little drop. Stuff. Yes. Yes. That. Please. I'll, I'll I would you. love that. Yeah. Um, and you're writing like uh, you're kind of um, selectively writing about people that you fuck with. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Then you're doing dope shit right now, yeah. still in yes. that realm. Yes, thank that's you. Tight. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now moving on, switching yeah. gears. All right, <laughs> that wraps up that. Um, uh, hey man, I'm pretty methodical with my oh, oh, I am too, man. I am too. <laughs> it's like you know, it's it's it's. it's, it's When's your birthday? Uh, I'm a Gemini. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, both June fourteenth. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the local list. Yeah. Um, now I told you I was listening to the OG Husky Radio's uh, yeah. radio interview, and there was this like, there was this conversation, and obviously like I couldn't see the interviewer, but I assume he was more hood, right? He was like a, a, a like, bit. A East Los, like yeah, a little yeah. bit more street, a little yeah. bit more connected, right? Right. Um, and he was kind of playing with this concept of like. Uh, hippie and politics and how you know like are all hippies political right. and you're like I wish more hippies were, were political, political. <laughs> yeah. and then uh, most are just hedonists right. which, which is a thing but that's you I know I mean you know we like to get high oh, I've been there too <laughs> like, and you know I might be the more the journey hedon- starts the journey starts I, I, yeah, I might be more hedonist and activist myself these days yeah you know? yeah um I like to. I mean, we'll, we'll get into we it. We get, we'll get into it. it. Get into I have it. thoughts on that. I yes, there's yeah, a reason yeah. that we have to do that. Yes, <laughs> to recharge. But yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, we already. Yeah, we agree. Uh, so I went right from that interview into listening to the Localist. Yeah, thank you. And I feel like that was like from 2017, and yeah, that, you just yeah. dropped this last year. Yeah. But there was like a very like you know universal. There was a tangent. Right? There was a, a there through was, line. There was a through line, right? Yeah, yeah. That connected that. That, that interview to this record. Okay. Um, and I wanted to just really like kind of tease it out, right? Cool, cool. And for people who haven't heard it, go listen to it. Uh, it's short, sweet, uh, concise. You can get through it in a, you know, it's 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 reasonable. Yeah. Like you can listen to it in a reasonably it's short amount of time. Yeah. It's a seven it's minute, like, eight minutes. It's not like a huge time minutes. investment, you know, like you, you could get through it. Um, yeah. So go listen to it after you listen to this. Um, but you are touching on all of these these ideas, right? And and the, and there's just kind of this question that kept coming up, and I think it, it ties into your record. Um, and this is this is actually credit to Face. This is one of his questions. Uh, why is the IE so dope but under discussed? Okay. And I feel like you know in your record. You made it a point to mention the IE like in every song, right. like it's in every song, like just about. And uh, and there was also like. This this underlying message of like the politics and you know you mentioned the working class in that Husky Radio interview yeah. and like how you respect that more now as yeah. an adult and yeah, when yeah. you were younger, but now like in your music you're talking about how you know you know the, like the unemployment and then the minimum wage and mm-hmm. like the politicians yeah. and like shouldn't we all have like this American dream like why is it that 
like San Bernardino doesn't feel like LA and like how come there's like this you know why aren't we getting like yeah. the same kind of love and attention and the news coverage and and I mean you got you know you have a, you have a university there like it kind of, you, yeah. know, you know there you know, there's things that y'all have that should elevate you to like a city status yeah. but for some reason people still see you as like some yeah some not city shit you right. know like some outside of like even for y'all to claim LA yeah. is not correct right so you have to be West Coast. You have to be like California, right? right you can't. Right, right. But and, and so and it's right. You're not LA, but right. I mean, this the this the experiences are similar, and it even yeah. came up in that conversation where it's like, oh, you know, hip hop's from the streets and the hood, and y'all are in the suburbs, yeah. and it's like, yeah. how does? But then like the suburbs has its own drug problems, has yep. its own crime problems, yep. has its own poverty problems. Like right. just because you got out of the inner city doesn't mm-hmm. mean now all your problems are solved and there's no struggle, right? right. So I kind of wanted to just talk on this, like, like when did you become political and yeah, how yeah. important is that, like, to your message music and how do you balance out this hippie, hedonistic, yeah. get high and have a good time with, like, yeah. yo, we have to organize and yeah. make Elizabeth Warren jingles and yeah. how, do we, how, do yeah. we, how do we fucking make political consciousness and shit, right. you know? So I think that's, like, a, yeah. it's a question I pose to you, like, so why is the IE so dope yet under-discussed? Right. And why, and, and, and how do you balance out this, like, hippie, political, local lifestyle versus like this also like broader la you know larger music scene that you're also writing about and part of and in you know so yeah it's complex and it's like but i'm gonna i'm just gonna tee that off to you D- thanks man pack a bowl hell yeah know? man <laughs> i love this man this is this is it's awesome um well as far as when i became political uh, i would say simple answer oh, thank you for that. uh simple answer 22 you know when i was 22 i became a lot more politically conscious but certainly by the time i was a teen in high school doing like history and, and government classes, I knew I was someone who was lefty, left-leaning, or, or you know, probably thought of myself as liberal at the time. At the time, right. You know, and uh, now thinking of myself as a leftist. And um, something I think about a lot is, like, my friends' politics came from things like System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine and uh, Noam Chomsky and uh, Naomi Klein and, you know, like, you know, uh, left, you know, left perspectives that were anti-establishment. Who were basically, as a teen, to me the message that I got from them was uh, no one in power is worth trusting. Um, no one in power has ever been good. No one is ever good has ever had power. Anyone who's ever had power is automatically bad by the virtue of the fact that they had power and didn't. Power corrupts or whatever. You, you know, and, and, uh, and I just believed that because I was suburban and sheltered and I, I wouldn't know otherwise, right? But when I started, you know, when I was uh, in 19, you know, I was working for Caltrans as an intern. And it was cool. I met a lot of cool, nice working class people working for Caltrans. But it still didn't click really until a couple of years later when I got because I was an intern for Caltrans. I got like I was part time. I got to be a student assistant. It was awesome. But then a couple of years after that, I became a full time employee for the state. And when I finally became a full time employee for the state, I was twenty one, just about to be twenty two, and I started to meet a bunch of working class people. Who what we specifically do is we pay disability claims to working class people all over California, right? And we actually do it. And I do, and that's what I do now. That's actually what I do for a living, you know. And uh, and I like it, you know. Uh, I you t- pay disability claims. I like- work for EDD. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and uh, so it's I like work for unemployment. Shit. Uh, uh, so like, I don't work for UI, but I I do do paid family leave and I do disability claims. Okay, so you know? when you when you get hurt on the job and you can't work anymore and like well, so if it's permanent, so if we do we do you don't have to go too deep into that. I'll I'm just go deep. Right I'll just now. go deep enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? With was state disability is a short term state program that covers you if like you're working and then you need to take work off for a bit because you're sick or injured and then you're going to go back to work. That's like that's what my program, the state program, state SDI ED. SDI is. Whereas workers comp is when like you get hurt on your, at, at your work because it's your work's fault and then your work has to pay you or your work's insurance company has to pay you versus permanent disability which may or may not have to do with work that um, now the social security administration the federal government is going to pay you a permanent pension. It's a whole different you know? program. So there's different things for your different situations. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, 22, 21, I start working for EDD and the paying disability claims or working in a field where that's what we're doing and I start to see like, oh, this isn't, this doesn't make these people angels. It doesn't make them perfect. But this is a bunch of good people doing good work. And Zach Della Rocha will never tell you that they exist because they're not cool. Like because, because they're part of the system. Well, well also they're just, part of the machine also that they rage against. <laughs> also because they're frumpy moms and dads and they're not sexy to them and they're not cool looking to them and they're not countercultural or anti-establishment to them. And it's like, that's when I realized like, oh, there's a duality to this world. Like even like the artistic world of like beauty and creativity. Like It's more like, nuanced than like, like black and white than, shit. Than just in like, oh, losers that are evil and cool people that are good. You know, it's like, no, a lot of these cool people are, are shitty and a lot of these nerdy people and frumpy people are actually awesome, you know. You know, and so it's like I started to kind of develop a new perspective on it that made me more willing to work within the system, be a, a liberal as well as a leftist, you know, because it was like, oh, like there's all these good people doing good work. Like that could be organized more. They're, we're part of the, the state employee union, SCIU. That's a progressive group, you know, and I do labor organizing with, with my union. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the union rep at my office. Oh, thanks, dude. Good yeah. job. Yeah, 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 Get yeah. involved, thanks, bro. Yeah, man. And, and you need and, to if you want to see change. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do labor organizing and political organizing with the union. And, um, and that's a big leverage that you that's a lever that that's a leverage of power right yeah like, yeah it can be yeah, it yeah. can be you know and i've learned a lot in it and done a lot over the last six months in particular with the union and so shout out to seiu local 1000 you know and um and they back they also like endorse with, candidates and yeah, shit, right yeah. yeah mainly mainly democrats but we will endorse the pro-labor pro-labor candidates period you know yeah and um what was it? Uh, I think my homegirl got endorsed by y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SCIU, we, 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 we were with the, one of the biggest progressive organizations in the world, really, and in terms of money, you know, and and and, 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 and campaign finance. Rage, on, rage and system will never tell you that. Yeah, right, right. And you know what? And I love rage, and I love anti-establishment leftists, and I relate to them, and I even consider myself amongst them to an extent, but I'm just saying, like, there's more to it, you know? And so when I was 22... SEIU 721, hey. baby! <laughs> Is someone a registered nurse? Or, uh, or? Nah, he works... Uh, Home care? Uh, I don't want to... Oh, for, yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah, sure, for yeah, sure, for sure. He's sure. part of the union. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, what was it? Uh, That's so, his business, yeah. If yeah. he was here, he, he, he could tell you if he For wants sure, to. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, when you, so, when you come in on a Monday, if he wants to tell you... Service what Employees International Union, yeah. baby. You know, and... Um, what was I getting at? So yeah, at 22, started working my full-time job with EDD and just started to really get a real-world perspective on that shit where it's like, okay, you need the leftist activist voice to help inspire and push, but there's a bigger reality to this stuff and it's bigger reality to this stuff and it's worth putting your hands in the mess of it all to try to make it better than if it was if you didn't. you know. And, and if you, Because there's someone who could do less than you can do who needs to help more than you do. Right. You know, too, is part right, of it. Right. It's like, yeah, I live in a nice part of San Bernardino on the north side, but it doesn't mean I don't need to try to help make my city better for the people who don't live in the part of the city that I live in, you know, like etc. Like, like there, there's enough for everybody. If we all, if we all fucking pay our part, there's enough for everybody. I actually agree with that too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree like everybody, that. like just because I'm helping you doesn't mean I'm getting less help on the shit that I need. Like that's true. Like, someone getting help somewhere else doesn't take away. That's like, true. With that. It's just, in the politics, that's what they like to mean. Like, oh, you're helping these people. That means there's no money for that's you. It's a scarcity now. mindset. It's, like, it's not. It's not at it's, all. It's really not. It's not, not in these, Cali. These people print money. Like, <laughs> in Cali, dude, we have billions, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, that's like yeah. these no, programs. programs the, are supposed to be used properly, but they're but the programs are supposed to be used. You know? No, so yeah, they, and even yeah. like uh like artist grants. It's yeah. like stuff there's that, stuff out there. Yeah, there's like people get paid to do art. Like it's possible to get money to do what you love, you know? It's it's there's a process which you know tends to you know push people out and favor people with access to resources but uh there's also programs to counteract that where people you know there are grant writing sessions there are access to grant writers there are people who will you know gladly donate their time you know and, and then if you get the grant you know like you know whatever but there's you know there's there's ways to counteract the system but i, I like the fact that we're getting into this conversation on this platform yeah. because I'm, I'm sure you do as well i listen to a lot of political podcasts yeah. where these conversations of like oh yeah we need the activists out there pushing the government but we also need people working in the yeah. government to make sure that when the push happens right. the laws that they need to actually sign are right, right. there right so uh, but those conversations don't happen on like pop culture podcasts usually yeah. like I feel like the, our our scene or the people in our circles, these are the conversations they try to stay away from. Like. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not cool <clears throat> to be willing to work within the system um, as, as as an artist. And so that's why I have fun with that. Like, in I'm on, on bio on local, it says, they like, state disability was cracking. It's the wiggity. All up in the building, it's a government facility. Yeah, Ain't yeah, nobody yeah. feeling me. I talk about reality. You know, I'm, like, joking about it. Like, I know this is not what you want to hear, you know, but, like, this is my reality that I live. And I'm, like, I am – it's a very – it's – beginning uh, the first of a few albums of mine that's going to be very like 30s guy albums yeah. where it's like a guy in his 30s who's lived a bit and works a, a regular job and has that and it's trying to tell you that this is also a fucking route that you could take in life yeah, and, yeah. It's, and, and it could be cool still and there's more <laughs> texture to life there's just life is a very textured thing you know and, and there's people in all kinds of niches of life doing good work in ways that may not always seem cool or recognizable to you you know no and i mean that uh especially like i mean you're you're an activist you know like yeah, yeah. uh I even feel like maybe even people who don't know you from the music side probably see you and don't realize all the work that you're doing like behind the scenes when they're not seeing you. You know what I mean? I used to talk about how I used to do a lot more activism when I was in my early 20s and I would go like knock on doors for campaigns and I would show up to local political meetings. Marches and protests As well as going to the city council meetings and all that kind of stuff. And in recent years, I'll do more things like, you know, if, I'm, if people ask me to play at like the May Day event or a Juneteenth event or something political in the, in the region, you know, then I'll show up and perform and then it's like I get thanked at those things as if I'm doing all this work like when I go show up as an artist and perform at a political thing they're like oh thank you so much for lending your voice da 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 when it's like dang I used to knock on doors in the sun you know and nobody thanked me like this and now I come and do some I do three or four rap songs and people are like oh my god thank you like that shit cracks me up but I do kind of feel like it's coming full circle um, like because I am starting to do stuff again with the union and other things um, and as far as money out to the money that is out there that you were talking about um, yeah a couple several years back uh, the National Endowment for the Arts paid Arts Connection in IE to pay me to teach Montessori students in Redlands um, about memorizing poetry you know so like that, and that was a beautiful experience and I got to do some teaching you know that was like right up my alley because my, because of my education and shit and yeah, so no, it's no. like so there's totally money out there I mean Untapped Hip Hop I met them because uh, they got a grant from the city to throw a big show in the parking lot you know, and, and uh, in a parking lot at their school, at their college. Oh, he says L.A. Oh, County clerical. clerical. Yeah, hell yeah. I used to be office tech, you know, uh, my first 10 years with the state, you know, so I was I was clerical too. 
And um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I actually like my current job even more. And I like the labor organizing. Even probably more. Even more. Yeah. You know, and, um, no, well, but I think well, it's important to yeah. have these conversations yes, and put them is. out because I, I feel like um, – for two reasons, right? There's people our age who need to know, like, hey, these conversations can also be cool and sexy, and you can have yeah. them over a beer and a yeah, bowl. Yeah, totally. Uh, but also, I think they're like, there's gonna be a younger generation of artists who are like growing up in this like kind of like pro apathy world. Yeah, you know, where it's like it's cool not to care yeah. and like make jokes about people getting bombed in Ukraine, yeah. and, like memes. And it's like, dude, like I feel like there definitely needs to be more voices that are like, hey, be involved. Care. Right. It's important to care. It's right. cool to care. Yeah. Caring is cool, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, even right. just, like, on a local level, right? Like, you could find out, like, where is the money going? Like, okay, the county got a grant. My city got this much money for the grant. And the city put it into police cars or the parks or fixing the potholes or, you know, it's like you could, you, you might not know, can we fix the world with electoral politics? Probably not. Probably not. But, but can you do some things that make some things better yeah you could you could be you could organize the moms in your neighborhood so you're like we don't have that money to go to police cars we want it to go to fixing these potholes you know yeah, and they want flats tires you know, here you know? and, and they'll want you to stop yelling at them and they might do it you know it's like there's different manageable things within your, within your community that you can control and if we all do that in our own communities then we might be living a more well taken care of world because we're all engaged and stuff you know and um and actually, no, yeah, local politics matter like yeah. who your mayor is yeah who, who your city council members absolutely are, who your city planner is because they hire that guy or girl we got, person, a young, you know, we like, got a young hip-hop head dude who's on the city council in San Bernardino now. Right. And so I'm excited to see him build allies and see what's going to happen that he's going to Yeah, like, and those are the people that will approve permits and yeah. give you position to take over parks uh, and, you know, like... Ben Reynoso. It's, his name's Ben Reynoso. I want to shout it out on, so I could clip it later and be like, yo, I'm, I'm, represent, yeah, representing, rep, representing, I'm representing the city you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I'm out here let, on these L.A. podcasts. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do something dope for yeah, the IE. For real, though. Um, so why is the IDE so under discussed? Oh, oh, that part. That was the part two. Okay, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, because mean, now we get the hippie localist po yeah, politics. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so, I mean, the IE was a cradle of uh, fast food innovation, right? Like Del Taco, Baker's, uh, McDonald's, like a lot of pl spots like came from the IE that became, you know, massive chains and stuff like that. So there was, you know, there was wealth from that. There was wealth because it was like a vacation area for people that were in Hollywood, you know, they, which is, I think, how my house got built. My house has a pool and on the north side of San Bernardino. I'm like, oh, this was some Hollywood middle, middle, mansion. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood middleman, uh, a little escape home when he wanted to get out of LA, yeah, yeah. you know, is how I like to think of it, you know? And, um, and so it's like there was that, right? But we had a we had Kaiser Steel Mill in Fontana. You know, we had March Air Force Base in Moreno Valley. We had Norton Air Force Base in San Bernardino, you know. Um, you know, different economic things happened over the years to change that. So, like, um, under Bill Clinton, they did BRAC, Base Reallocation Committee, you know, where they were um, – it was post-Cold War. So the Clinton administration was like, we don't have to spend so much on military. We could shut down some military bases. And that's they a, shut down. That's a good thing, right? It is – that's another way that politics is complicated. It's right. a good it's thing. It's a good thing on, like, a national, on a national level because they're like, was, yeah, let's de-escalate war. But, but first, it was bad for the IE. For the IE Because that was two hubs, Norton and especially um, – uh, the March Air Force Base, the one in Mobile. And I mean, that's the kind of shit that we bitch at Republicans for now. Like, yes. oh, y'all are making these backdoor deals to keep these fucking bases but open it might and help bring steel that mills. Community. But it, like, yeah, that's their constituents that they're fighting for, right? Yeah, you understand. <laughs> the constituency. That's what I tell people is like, look, even if you agree that all sides are bad, you should be part of an interest group that's acting for your interests. Yeah. You know, because yeah. everyone's. Be part of your, yeah, because everybody is. It's coming up with their bucket, like, hey, we need some resources. And so, like, like, you should make sure you're in the line. The arts 
sir? Yeah. <laughs> you do. The I, arts? I, like, can I, you get some money for the arts, I, please? I love where you're coming from, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, what is it? Yeah. Um, so so there's the money, so they closed down BRAC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they so closed down March, closed down uh, Nor- the March Air Force Base, Norton Air Force Base, the Kaiser Steel Mill through through NAFTA, through different things. Which is know, also like, Clinton, right? Yeah. You know, right. You know, like, uh, so like, you know, these things that on a, that were good internationally, you know, weren't that good for, for the IE, you know? And um, so there's that. And we've never really recovered from that. And so like, we got hit harder when the recession in 08 happened. We got hit harder when... Um, you know a lot of people lost their homes and shit. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, during the housing crisis, all that stuff, it was really bad. They had some homies that really lost their shit too. Really bad night, and it also moved. You probably know L.A. people to us. There right. was people who were like, their story started in L.A. or Orange County, and now they're by us because they needed to go somewhere cheaper. You know, right, right. And so, so you had this whole influx of like culture there too, right? Right, right. You know, and so it, I do consider it part of the larger Los Angeles metropolitan area, but it is the I.E. You know, and uh, I, that's why I always have such affinity for you know the, uh, East of the River and the Brujas Brew. Uh, and those circles around them, you know, as well as the 626 homies, Chamber Records, like, because it's like, I relate to them so much uh, as part of, like, the east side of, you know, like, we're not, we don't live on the beach, you know, we're east of L.A., you know, but we're still, like, Latino-American people who are kind of English-centered, who are into hip-hop and pop culture, and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's like, there's just so much in common there, and I've always just seen so much affinity and seen myself in their work. I feel like that with you guys, too, especially with the humor, you know, and, um, and now the nerdiness is I'm learning more about y'all. You know? Yeah, and it's, it's funny just how we're all separated, right, because technically this is like southeast LA so okay. like you called oh. us east LA oh. I didn't want to correct you right but because okay. it's like it's not like, we're not east this okay. is not east Los homie I almost you know? meant culturally no you know? no no but uh but like, there's all these like you know like yes. as far as region regions and like mm-hmm. when we're talking about like uh, where we impact locally, right? Yeah. Like, I consider the Southeast LA region like yeah. where I, my sphere of influence and where I organize, right? So like, it's like Huntington Park where you're at, Southgate Bell, Cut it, Hey, like kind of like the the 710 and the 10, like everything like, yeah, so it, there's all these regional shits and then these guys are from like South Central which is like more, you know, huh, uh, like, here we go. Mid city, this face face is from Mid City West Adams South Central. Wow. So he's not on the beach either. Right, that's the hood. But he's also not East LA, right? Okay, you know okay. what I mean. And he's yeah. also not a Sela dude. So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Barlow's is like Los Feliz, okay, um, Echo Park, like that's oh. Nella, right? That's, that's Northeast a- LA. Oh. And those guys are not technically East LAers oh. either, right? So that's like, yeah. So there's like that's LA is like there's all these regional because it's like, huge. Chiefs. Yeah. There's like what eight million people here or and, something. And, and it's just there. There is also like different things culturally, right? Like in this in this area specifically where I'm at, like we have a huge influx of different types of Latinos. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you know uh, Guatemalans, Cubans. You also have like a huge uh, a Lebanese population right here in Bell, where they like have a whole like section that's just like. You know, there's nothing but Arabic culture. They have their own schools. They have their halal markets. And it's, like, right in the hood, That's surrounded cool. by all these Latinos, you know? That's cool. And they all intersect, and it's all cool. Like, there was even... I remember um, when I was in UC San Diego for school, and, you know, all the, like, the, the Trump anti-Muslim ban shit was happening. Like, they actually highlighted Bell because there was, like... Solidarity. This, like, yeah, Arabic, Latinos, like, all these people. And Cubans are... are, are like, right. they're known to be Republican they're known to be conservative like a lot of Cubans like did vote for Trump you right. know like because they're like anti-Fidel Castro and communism right. yes. like anything that's even uh, socialist yes. adjacent they're like yes. no right so 
they, to see that solidarity like that's coming crazy. from my community i was like tearing up you know like, that's, that, that's my that's my hood right that's there. tight yeah, dude yeah, yeah. so it's different though like in 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 boyle heights and east la it's like it's more mexicans like it's more of a hom- homogeny of like uh you know like it's like more yes of a, of a, a yeah when i go to east la it's a lot of damn mexicans and in the ie it's a lot of damn mexicans although i am meeting more um people of different different latino origins, yeah yeah so. and and then that's also like an issue where like you know a lot of those those other cultures feel erased right because people just consider oh you're all a bunch of mexicans uh, it's like no sir i am from el salvador right, you're right. you know like you're right you're right I, I, face is ecuadorian he feels it like all the time oh. you know like he's like i'm not mexican like people just consider him you know wet back or a, like just a straight part like you know and he's like sir i'm not a beaner like that's not me you know i'm from oh. i'm from ecuador like my people were mayan emperors you know like, oh, right, you know, like he's right. on some other shit that's right? why i always joke i was yeah. like all the fancy latinos the boutique latinos <laughs> you know the, the, the ones that they, the ones that get or awards in New York, you know the the, the, the yeah you have your Puerto the Dominicans right, and Puerto Ricans, the, Dominicans, the ones yeah. that get to win Tony Awards and shit. Yeah, you know, no, you know. yeah, it's just there, it's this yeah the, the and we have our own infighting, our own anti-black. The ones that get to make Pixar yeah. movies. Latino oh, culture no. is not homogenous, you know, and, right. and 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 the way it interfaces with uh, African American and, and black culture is also like yeah. different, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of like. There's a lot of Afro-Latinos who kind of just, like, d- deny that they even are African. And there's a bunch of, you know, like, there's, mm. like, there's a lot of, like, anti-black colorism yes. sentiment yes, that, yes. you know, from, like, colonial times. Yep. And then you have, like, in South Central where you have, like, gangs that are, like, kind of along race lines. And you mm. have that kind of interaction as well, you know. So there's, it's a lot of complex community relations going right. on, you know. And uh, it's, it's, it's dope that, like... I feel like the IE doesn't really suffer from that. Like yeah. San Bernardino and 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 I can't even think of any other IE. Rialto, Fontana, right. Ontario. All yeah. of them, there's like we're we're the IE, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like we kind of all like we're all trying to have this movement over here yeah. where like we compete with LA and LA's yeah, yeah. over here trying to compete with each other with okay. the cells and stuff, you know? So I I like I find that um I feel like that's a that's its own movement, you know, yeah. like the IE movement. Yeah. You're like no, you're like your Noah James's right. and like like your 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 uh your festivals, like your 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 yeah. Thop Fest and like right. stuff like that coming out of there. There's like an IE movement that like comes from this homogeny that y'all can like experience as like the outsiders, it does, it like that feel. outsider mentality, kind of like bands you together, you know. I mean, it does kind of feel like in the wake of things closing down, like things like serious cartoons and the and the and the vibe, like venues that we had that would kind of allow different niches in things. Things have closed because of economic reasons and stuff, but we've almost come together more as a community. Now you said it, we almost are more homogenous in a good way, where it's like we all are on the same wave. It's like Noah in particular, Noah James in particular, has helped like. Like like a godfather, you know, like make make all the tribes linked, you know, like everybody is like tied to one another. Like Mondo, Mondo the DJ has Grizzly State, Noah James has, um, you know, the Common Ground and Be Majestic and all the different brands that he had. Brick to your face, you know, and um, what was it? Diesel has Up Your Game. Um, what was it? There was another one I was thinking. But anyway, everyone has these different brands in the IE, but they're all rather linked at this point. There's all kinds of like, oh yeah, 60 East, his Thoughtfest brand is pretty, you know, linked up with, with Noah's Brick to your face these days. It's mm-hmm. a very, they're very... They move in tandem and make moves together, mm-hmm. and I think that Audio Dope is an example. You know, like 60 East has been throwing Thought Fest there, 
Noah helps him throw Thought Fest, and so now Noah gets to throw Audio Dope there. Mm-hmm. You know, but I still see in '60 throw Thought Fest related events like the the Reverie Bruja show he did, or the Vel the Wonder and someone else show that that's about to happen there. So it's like okay, now they're both just trading off that venue, yeah, you yeah. know. And so it's like we're coming back because we've come together, right? You know, and uh, and again, me, I'm working with Untapped Hip Hop, I'm working with Productive Culture, I'm working with I'm working with damn everybody, but especially on those things, you know. Um, so yeah, you're right, you're right, man. There is a unity there, and how yeah, you're saying under discussed. I mean, you're right. There is a lot of under discussion because it's an impoverished area right like compared to like San Bernardino has a massive has a high poverty rate compared to other cities it used to be worse you know it's actually like gotten better it used to be like 30% poverty rate now it's like 15% and uh, that's, but it, half. that's actually pretty good yeah yeah but it's still but there's it's still, still bad, major 15 challenges 15 is a lot <laughs> major challenges is that, and the city only has 230,000 people yeah so when, the, when so when 17 people get shot in a, in a six month period it's actually a pretty big chunk of the 230,000 per- it's not even a quarter million people there right. you know and so that's why the number yeah, the, numbers the murder like, numbers yeah, look so huge more, yeah, yeah. because we don't, even have, right. we don't even have a million people right. you know and so, it, so we have violence challenges in, in downtown and other areas you know, and we, we all know those challenges. things are connected right poverty all that stuff is and violence education so it's, like, it's all like that triangle of like you go to Pomona which is one of my favorite IE LA cities but it's, it's the IE LA city you know so I'm, it's, I, I, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like the gateway it's like yeah it's like and so I'm there a lot you know because I love both a lot you know they have an arts budget that's why they're able to, you know, uh, do things with Judah One and make Judah One uh, the poet laureate, and he and he absolutely deserves it. He's he's, he's awesome, and uh, but it's like Sardino doesn't have. Somebody is so busy putting out fires and trying to, you know, solve crimes and stuff like that. They, they don't even, it's not even on the radar to be like, oh, let's do it. Let's have a poet laureate, you know, yeah, let's yeah, have, yeah. let's do, you know, like I, I tried to get on the arts council years ago and it didn't work out, you know, but, um, you know, like it's so underprioritized because it's also the resources aren't there. So right. that's a big part of why the arts are lacking and are under-discussed in some ways, you know, in the IE compared. But I do feel like we're making headway. Like, yeah, Noah James is huge. Triz is probably one of the, as far as numbers-wise, one of the biggest uh, dudes in the IE and even do, biggest indie dudes that I know. You know, um, what was it? The, yeah, thick 60s thought that brings, you know, people like Benny the Butcher and Griselda and, and you know, Sorak and amazing huge acts to, to our backyard in Ontario. You know, like, I feel like, yeah, like you're saying it's a movement that's absolutely building steam, you know, and I'm pleased with with its progress. And I'm, that's another reason I invest in the IE. Why my shows are heavily about the IE. It's like, I'll bet on the IE because we're going to keep growing. You know? No, yeah. And like, I hope, hey, this is everybody in L.A. Let's take a, let's, let's learn, bro. Let's come together. <laughs> oh, and if I, L.A. came together, bro, we can do something. Yeah, for real though. Together, for real bro. though. Come on. But I mean, it'd be almost it would almost be how impossible. Would that, how would that even work? I mean, I mean, LA feels together. I mean, it's so massive. I mean, even even the little boroughs having their thing is so cool. Like I played at Bananas um, a month or two, what is it? Last month, uh, four nineteen. I played at Bananas four nineteen, and I didn't last, realize last I'm was, playing there next week. Actually, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and I didn't realize like. Oh, until I was there, like this is as black of an area as the Latinos that I usually, as the areas that I usually play in are Latino. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'll usually be in ACLA or the IE and it's heavily Latino. Right, you know, right. And with a smattering of diversity of other people, you know, whereas I'm here in Lamert, like, oh, this is a very black area. And yeah, there's yeah. a couple of Latino people, you know, right. people I brought mainly or something like right, that. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, but that's cool. And I'm like, oh, well, they like me because I'm all like high pitched and that, that, that. You know, but like, nah, they, as soon as I was doing some good bars, they were, they were loving it. I was four bars yeah, in and people yeah, were, were digging it. So it was awesome to be received in that different cultural context. And, um, what was it that you said that even made me go off on that tangent? 
And, um, I don't know, Tangent. Uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, oh, about LA coming together. LA coming together. No, I mean, even the different niches are badass. So even like being in their little niche was badass. Being in the East LA niche is badass. I'm sure if I come to something you guys do, it'll be dope. And um, and we, you know, we admire y'all. Uh, you know? Hip hop's on the 21st if you want to come back out this way at the brewery right here in Bell. That's, I, Bonnie and you guys are playing that, right? Exactly. That's it. So if you want to come by for that, that'd be dope. Okay. That'd be the one. That's on Sun. That's Saturday. And that's at night, right? At night. Yeah. On the 21st. Okay. Eight to midnight. Word, word. Yeah, cool. There it is. You're going to be there? Uh, what was that? I think I'm going to be at the LA County Fair in the day. Okay. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. All right, all right, all right. I won't hold you to it online so you can't be held Oh, no, no, no. If I had no plans that day, I would just say, yeah, you know, I'm not going to BS you. And uh, what was it? But no, I'm not sure what, how, how the day's going to go fully. For sure. Well, that would be that would be the one to figure out how we do it over here. That's that, it. Um, but, but really, we bring people from all over because that event started. That space is brainchild from that started in... Uh, Glendale, really, right. at the Golden Road over there. That's fire. Yeah, and we brought L.A. to Glendale. Hell <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so it's really bring people from all over. So, you know, it'd be it'd be proper for you to be in the house, you know. That's fire. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, well, you, you brought it up kind of uh, randomly, but not really. Your squad, West Coast Avengers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me the spiel. I mean, I heard it on the Huskies, but I want to hear it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So West Coast Avengers were like a nerdcore uh, hip-hop. I mean, it's funny. People... Nerdcore is a sensitive term these days because the, in different regions, it has different connotations, right? And so uh, there's been a couple years ago when I kind of started using the term less, um, I saw the controversies about a lot of nerdcore shows on the East Coast that didn't have a lot of diversity on them. They didn't have women or they didn't have black people or they didn't have, you know, certain LGBT representation. Whereas, like, I don't think that's the case. When I just a bunch of white people with, doing uh, nerd bars or what? Yeah, and, and, uh, or white and Asian, you know, and uh, but without black and, and Latinos, you know. And... and um, and I uh, never really seen that on the West Coast. On the West Coast, every all the nerd shows I've done have plenty of black people and and Latinos and white people and everybody, you know. And um, so, still, I saw that happening online and saw like backlash to nerdcore happening. So sometimes I say nerd rap or nerds that rap. There's a lot of different ways to phrase it, but you know, we rap about Star Wars and Disney and some of the dudes. You know, Sean is into anime, so a lot of his bars have anime stuff in them. Um, some of our early records and even my first album with Ross Josh here, my album with Ross Josh, the Inland Imperial has like, you know, samples of different things like Dragon Ball Z or Star Wars or stuff like that, you know, and that's not like new, but um, there's people out there, friends who have given us kind of some credit in building a certain kind of lane for nerdcore that kind of like presents like a hippie nerd lifestyle, you know, which is a lot, a lot of what we're about, especially in our work as a group. Well, that's West Coast Avengers, westcoastavengers.com. We have two albums. Um, uh, one's West Coast Avengers, the other one's The Inland Empire Strikes Back. And then me and Sean are on, Sean is the other main rapper from West Coast Avengers, and me and him are, you know, I'm all over his solo stuff. He's all over my solo stuff. Now, he's not on the local list, but he's on all my other solo albums. And um, what was it? And then I have a, a project called Guardians of the IE that is uh, me produced by the homie Cash. And it's like sampling things that's on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, okay. and it's pretty nerdcore. And Sean's on two songs on that, so it's kind. Of, and Sean's on the cover of it with me too, so it's kind of a West Coast Avengers side project, you know, Guardians of the IE. And um, my next album that I'm working on, that I'm really trying to get finished, um, <laughs> is uh, Stone Nerd. So Stoner with a D at the end. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna be yeah, like Stone, no, Stoner Nerd Stoner Nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder yeah. what it's gonna be about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm I'm working on an animated video for that. Working on uh, another visual for that. Working on uh, finishing up the last. My verses are done. I'm waiting for three features, All and right. then the album will be done. So I wanted to drop it in the summer, but we'll see how it works out. Cool. Well, you heard it here first. That's just done. About to get done. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. made it drop by the summer. Hopefully. That's the idea. 
Uh, I was going down your Instagram and I came yeah. across this thing. Uh, you've been uh, competing for seven years. Oh yeah, and you just won something. You yeah. want to like highlight that real quick? Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, so I mean, I've done a lot of contests over the years. I've done you know freestyle uh, tournaments as well as acapella battles, as well as uh, performance contests. But this was uh, the 16 bar rap competition that Project Blowed, uh, Abstract Rude, Keep the Feel uh, put on at the Flow and Tell festivals. And I've been doing this since 2015. Uh, one time I got to the semifinals, which was round three of four. There's usually four rounds, and another time, most of the other times, I get to round two, you know, and, and then lose, you know. Um, what was it? But I've never won the whole thing before. Uh, on March 23rd, at Characters Pomona, um, Ab Rude threw a show where I got to c compete for a, the 16 by rep competition money belt, which is like a side version of it. It was only three rounds instead of four. Uh, but so I not only got to the finals for the first time, but I won the whole thing, and uh, it meant a lot to me because I have a lot of respect for Project Blood, like the musical heritage of what Project Blood is. I consider it like a West Coast Wu Tang network in a lot of ways. You know, Abstract Rude, I think, is one of the dopest to ever do it on the mic. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of his work. And Sean and Ross Josh from West Coast Avengers were into him before I ever was, and they showed me his work, and, and they were always correct, you know, that he, that he was super dope. And then, you know, the Flow and Tell Festivals, the 16 by Rap Competitions, history of champions. I mean, it's been sick-ass people like Beyond, like Namek, like uh, Joaquin Daniels, like um, Destruct, like Hazard, you know, like, like sick sick-ass fools, you know, like, uh, people that I really respect as MCs, people that I saw do dope shit, you know, when I competed against them, um, so it's a huge honor, you know, um, what was it, and I like this contest because it's, um, it's, the mic, uh, I like the, I like the, this contest because it's themed, you know, like, you get pre-assigned beats and pre-assigned themes and topics, so in this one, round one, and this is all kind of connected, round one was, um, uh, No Way Out, round two was Uphill Battle, and round three is Resilience, so they're all kind of, like, the theme is kind of rising above, you know, and, and so it was really cool to write on that. And what I what I've been telling people, I probably shouldn't be giving out the secret sauce, but I'm a nice guy, is like I used to write write to this contest like it was into, like intellectually hitting the topic like from every angle, but now I mix that with hitting with some battle lines because people want to see you also take out the person that you're right, trying to right, eliminate, right. you know. And so now I just so I simplified my style, added some attack lines in there, but still hit the topic in an intelligent way, and I think I was able to to, to win it that way. And uh, what is the difference? Because I, I've I've been in like one or two battles and mm -hmm. I hate it. I mm -hmm. just like I can't. I just I get offended really yeah, easy, yeah, yeah. and I don't know how to like disassociate from yeah. the shit that's being talked. I'm just like, mm -hmm. how are you gonna say that shit to me and then try to hug me after? Yeah, Hold yeah, on, yeah. give me a second to cool off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, what what's the difference? So you've been battling for a while now, but what's the yeah. difference between like battling and making diff making music and like how like how do you separate those two things? And like, obviously, it sounds like you just incorporated them this last. Right. And his last win. Well, that's why I like this one. It, it, the 16 by rap competition that Abstract Rude throws, I like it because it's more about intellectuality. It's more about like hitting the topic. Like like if I just bat, if I just attacked you in this 16 bar round, you lost. I would have lost. But I have to mix the attacking with hitting the topic. So it really is about the theme with some clever bars about like you fools are silly. I'm super silly. You know like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like uh, you know like. Uh, Whereas like, straight up, and I've done like in the freestyle battles, I've just like freestyled about you, you know, and just I dissed you. But you should, even with that, I try to keep it fun and funny. I'm having fun with language. I'm having fun with references. You know, I'm Colossus at the Jedi Temple of Osis. You know, just yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, like just getting stupid with having fun with it. You know, um, for me because it's like I'm not big on being mean, but I am big on creativity and rising to a linguistic challenge. I am big on like writing to an assignment or rising to an assignment's challenge. And and I love words and I like to show off my 
facility with language. Right, right, right. You know, and so it's like I, I would, you know, whether it was the freestyle battles or acapella battles or whatever, it's like, how can I be clever? How can I make this art? You know, like sometimes I would do, in the acapella battle I did with the homie Aelis, it's like, I complimented him a bunch. It's like... Oh, shout out Aelis you know, a lot of our artwork. You know, on the ballad, I'm like, his hair's beautiful. Maybe it's Maybelline. You know, just like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, compliment somebody, have fun with it. You yeah. know, I've seen, I'm a big fan of Carter Deems and even like British compliment battles that I've seen. Like, I'm like, that's the kind of nerd, I mean, that's part of being a nerd rapper is like, oh, even in my battle stuff, I'm going to come with like this kind of nerdy angle. Right, right, you know, right, so it's right, more right. And shit, you know? I feel you, I feel you. Uh, there was actually some stuff that Face was saying here. Ethos is a bloody in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethos and Ashley, Ashley Dominique. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, well, how do y'all know Ashley Dominique? Uh, he says they put Bartles and him on heavy, like at yeah. shows and like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Face, how do y'all know Ashley Dominique? It's going to take a little lag. Well, no, no. I mean, that's, you know, that, that sounds right. You know, that she, that she helped them out. Yeah, say, we, we, got, we met her early on. When, uh, the first night that I did one of those contests, we, uh, we met her. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, was- uh, you mentioned something about leftist versus liberal. Yeah, oh, God. Just tease that oh, out real quick. Wow. I'm also going to get us some Woo! water. Yes, Because we're going to freestyle after. Yes, and then we're going to hand it on some yeah, freestyle. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That so tease out awesome. leftist versus liberal. Yeah, while well, you get some water. Okay. Some water. Oh, man. We're about to piss off uh, some. He hosted her shows. Oh, that's awesome. Muse on Main. Ooh. Do those still go down? I don't think so. Oh, I'm going to say that sounds sick. And, um. What was it? So leftist versus liberal. Um, you know, li- liberal, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of ways to put it. You know, um, but you could say that, ah, uh, damn. I mean, a leftist would say that a liberal is concerned about more surface level changes like diversity, like making the cops women and black people as opposed to changing what the cops do. You know, and then, you know, I think a liberal would say that a leftist is less about being effective and more about saying the most correct thing possible. You know, and so, I mean, that's kind of like the shit talk version of each of them. But, I mean, how how is my charitable version of each? Uh, I guess, you know, leftist is someone who's like, the whole thing needs to get structurally changed. Whereas the liberal is like, let's make... Let's make what good change we can within the system that exists. And frankly, I think that the situation in this on this planet, in this in this country, is so dire that we need to do both. You know, like we, I think we need to improve on what is there within what's there within the system, while also trying to structurally change the system. You know, and it's not perfect or neat, and it's not always cool. You know, to try to do that within the system shit. But I think that people require our help to that extent. You know, um, yeah. You know, like. I mean, I can go on about it, but I feel like I feel like I was 16. So, um, where does neoliberal come in? So, or a neocon? Ne- 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 you know, neoliberal and neocon are almost the same thing. You know, neoliberal is kind of like a, a laissez-faire contemporary version of economics that kind of ties in like a worldview with an economic view of like, you know, let the markets decide and let the markets run things. You know, like Reagan was both a neocon and a neoliberal, you know, with how he ran how he ran the economy and how he wanted the economy ran. And we know what that happened with that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I mean, you could be, I've seen some other interesting cracks in this, right? Like, like, um, people say, like, liberals push this kind of LGBT agenda, whereas leftists are more concerned about redistributing money, 
you know, uh, to you know, to poor people, and also even in that, being willing to kind of support a more conservative worldview to say, hey, shouldn't it just be about getting the rich to give us money? Why are we Why are we freaking people out? We're talking about trans stuff and LGBT stuff and racism and racial justice. But I personally think that's another reason I'm a leftist and a liberal myself. I think that all those causes need to come together, and I think that we need to be about so material you're redistribution, a intersectional leftist. You know, <laughs> intersectional yeah. leftist. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Or a leftist hyphen liberal. You know? Intersectional. And I think and the intersectional also usually has heavy connotations of being like like, like different identities being and being a feminist and being a racial justice you know being an anti racist and a feminist as well as being a redistributionist you know all that yeah kind yeah of stuff, yeah yeah um, I guess the the way it usually gets easily expressed though is in policies right okay like leftists or like if I feel like we the the Medicare for all shouldn't right. be a question anymore right like. Right. Higher education, fuck it, uh, uh, um, uh, loan forgiveness, yeah. loan jubilee, right? Like, right. like a redistribution of wealth, yeah. and, and 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 these kinds of uh, really like big concepts that to the liberal is like, oh, how do we get that done, right? Yeah. In the system, right? Like it's and it's like, well, some of this shit could be done with executive orders. Yeah. <laughs> some of this shit could be done, like you know, and, and that's where like the outside inside, right? It's like, yep. we have to push to elect people. That we can actually hold accountable, so they could be on the inside to write up the bills and get the right. shit done. To, cause like they keep pointing to California. Right. We had this Medicare for all shit that I didn't even hear about until it was already done. Like the nurses were pushing for right. it, and and we're a democratically ran, yeah. super progressive state, and we couldn't get yeah. Medicare for all. Right. So like, there's this whole kind of like, well, if California is a uh, is like, um, and you mentioned this on the Husky podcast too, like. People look to people are starting to look to us as like the future, right? Because we're such a large, yep. large economy and all this. But like, if we can't even do it, then what kind of hope is there for this like right. national yeah. Medicare for all? Now they're attacking abortion, yeah. and like voting rights, and it's yeah. like all of these things are anti-left, you know. Yeah. And and the liberals are seem to like not be too jazzed up about it, you know. Oh, what was this? Uh, That's awesome. She's in LBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Long Beach. <laughs> Long Beach is the shit. Talking about progressive people over there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I. So there's like I think like when it comes down to policies is when really people get oh, yeah. tease it out, right? Right, They're right. Like, oh, I'm well, down for that, or I'm not down for that, or that seems like it's impossible, and it's like. And that's part of the paradigm too. Is like the, the leftists will dream up the thing that sounds crazy, and then over time it'll become a mainstream thought that even liberals are sharing, you know. Right. And so that's the reason I feel like it's stupid for us to like let leftists to hate on liberals so intentionally, and liberals to hate on leftists so intentionally. Like we're a symbiote. It's a symbiotic relationship. Like we need the energy and the inspiration um, and the idealism of the activists but we need the practicality and the um, the maneuverability you know of, uh, and flexibility of the person in the system I think the part where it if all falls apart though is in fucking foreign policy and like yeah. regime change and war yeah, and that's, funding and right. like the Israel-Palestine thing that's fair. and like that's the, pretty damn fair. the you know uh, South America, Central America yeah. and coups and like you know that, I think like at that point it's like okay well I mean if you want to come down to that no I'm just saying I, I was gonna like say that motherfuckers just need to actually show up and vote during primaries <laughs> because you know like that part you know <laughs> say that again because <laughs> because you know we could have I, I 
I campaigned for and donated to Bernie in 16. Uh, I worked, for, you know, I, I, campa- I campaigned and donated to Warren in 20, but then when Warren dropped out, I donated to Bernie. You know, so I, I think, you know, I supported Ber- both of Bernie's runs, right? And he probably is the only candidate who had a chance that would have also, that was also a reduced, redeemed change kind of foreign policy. I think Warren would have been good on those issues, but I don't think she would have been as good as Bernie right. on those issues. You know, um, that's how cynical I was by the time 2020 came along. And, um, but... You know, we had and that. I think we, a lot of the people were sharing your sentiment. But but that's a, it's a shame to an extent because if either of those times we would have actually like acted like we supported that dude as much as we we talked like we did, right. then we could have had that. You know, we could have had nice things, but you got to do nerdy shit like vote during primaries. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and maybe make make some phone calls and yeah, you know, yes, stop, stop, stop going donate, to the bar and bucks, yeah, yeah, you know, stop, shit like that. That drink that drink every week, that seven dollars a week that you had at the bar could have went to the shit, campaign. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I am that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to myself. Same. I'm talking to myself. Same. Uh, he wants to know if you knew Christian Esperias. No, it sounds it sounds vaguely familiar, but no. Well, that yeah. was. Uh, I think we had an awesome conversation. Dude, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was badass. I mean, um, I think we touched all the things. We 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 were. This is a full tangent episode. Like we yeah. had. That's we crazy. talked music. We talked comics. We talked blog. We talked politics. Damn, we were man. all over it, and I think. It, I think Talk about my good. album. That was nice of you, man. Yeah, I mean, that's a sick ass verb sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he mentioned verbs earlier. Actually, yeah. there's a lot of cool stickers on here. There is. Uh, if you have any, you should put one on too. Sick. I think Bonnie left one here. Look, that's Bonnie right there. That's fire. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, this is the tree base. That's know? awesome. Yeah, there, yeah. Sesh over here. Yeah, there's some cool ones. Next time you come, bring yeah, us man. Dear Mama, fucking bomb is vegan Mama. food around. Oh hell yeah. Frijoles con queso. You know her. No. The photographer, oh, no. yeah, she's like Echo, uh, Echo Park. These are fire. Yeah, my barber. Yeah, anytime you want to come by. So, Talk so what's the best way to say it? Do people say Monster Mash Up or MM Up Clan? MM Up Clan. MM Up Clan. Okay. You, we were, we were pushing, uh, we were pushing for Mup Clan for a long time, um, <laughs> but then we were on uh, DJ Wonders. Uh, we did an interview with DJ Wonder, and he was like the MM Up Clan, and we were like, Nah, it's Mup, and he's like, No, this is my show. I'll call you the MM Up Clan. <laughs> and we we're like, You know what? We should probably just take a note that everybody's gonna think that. We should just lean into oh, it. Oh, you're trying to go with make it Mup. Yeah, we were trying to make it Mup. <laughs> it kind of makes you think of Muppets. Yeah, or, which is or what he even, said. Or even a dirtier word. He than that, he, you know? he definitely brought up the Muppets. <laughs> He definitely brought up the Muppets, he said. We've gotten Muppets before. Uh, there was definitely some Muppet talk. We thought it would have been cool. Look, Monster made, Muppets. If you can sit down Mupp- on the couch real quick. If you people know. made Muppet versions of us, that'd be tight. You know, <laughs> it would. Muppet, Dude, there's a website. that this Italian Muppet uh, puppet website where you pay them like $300 and they'll make like a pretty sick-ass Muppet of you. You hear that face? Of you. We'll write that down. $300. Oh, from Bur- Bernie Campaign from that site. Oh, from the IE? Oh, we're probably laughing about the Muppets. And, uh, <laughs> why am I putting on the headphones? Oh, because we're about to freestyle. Oh, okay, yeah, I should. All right. Yeah, right, yeah, cool. but uh, third time Muppets. Yeah, so uh, it's the MMO clan, uh, Monster Masher clan. Yeah. Yeah. All that good shit. All right, let's see. Check, 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 check. There we go. Okay. We oh, go. that sounds lovely. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, close with it. And then I'm um, throwing a beat. Do it. Courtesy of Bartles Got Bars. He got us some beats today. Okay. So if you don't like them, it's his fault. All right. <laughs> Throwing my boy under the bus. That's okay. what we do out here. We monsters. Not playing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Should be dope. Should be dope. All right. And uh, ready? Make yeah. Make sure it doesn't blow our ears out. Here we go. Uh, tangent, sneaky, monster cast. That's how we're going to end it out right here. 
Uh, you can start whenever you want. I'm not a dilettante, so tell me what you really want. We finna fill a bomb before we rip the ceiling off. And we're not mealy mouth, we're floating with the jabberwocky hazards to have hearted entertainers to keep your stammer off me. Another brand or offering that's about the standard marking. I'd rather rather at your asthma blaster hammer hockey. I am a dilettante, Wigatron, that's a chili bot. Puffin' for really pots so fire that it's silly hot. Whether you in or not, our summer and our winter pops. Come back and spinter off and twining on the end about the species of petty mock-rated pieces. Please get it off me, a piece of it, that's metonymy. We season with spice and omni the thesis, plus elocution. The day's gone, sun's revolution. Listen to posting and blazing and sipping and chilling to fella Kuti. Now the night is here and the moon is out. A Jenna say, while you cannot do without. So put your doobies out and put your hoodies up. And fingers up to those who said that you ain't good enough. Only you should enough. You must be out your damn mind. See what you can't find. For you plant another landmine. That's not the word kind. But that could still trip me up. We hip hop hippies and we chiefing on the sticky puff. The beats will pick me up. All of the homies with me. What? West Coast Avengers on that 70s and 60s stuff. Ooh, 70s and 60s stuff. Man, walking around through. About to take a puff. Better line me up. Sneaky in. Tangent, yo, we about to fuck the whole internet up. Oh, yo, we pushing all this politics. Also, comic book shit. Also, superhero shit. Also, what you know about it, man? Before we got on, we took a couple hits. It was like just joint gut choke for Dane, and we drinking a couple beers and doing a couple of jams. Yeah, I'm just doing everything I can, cause you know, man, sneaky man with the plan, and I do what I can, cause I am what I am. I just wanna make sure that I stand up tall for the things that I believe in. And if you want to get complimentary, make sure you vote in the next primary. <laughs> what? Because every election now till you die gonna be the one, the most important of your life. <laughs> uh, all right, we got one more and Sick. then we will get out of here. Cool, cool. You can start that was me. Oh no. Okay, Bartos. Bartos got a little Sounds weird with nice. this one. This is the monster cast for what you gonna do? Keep coming through. This is the monster cast for hit him because a rap tight, hard like stalactite, MCs is getting baptized, the trap and boom back guys. Cause I'm blessing them, you're coddling, caressing them. This is an SM, but you can still submit to me a history of international magical man of mystery. I'm Grant Morrison, coursing through the veins of Rick James. I'm Stradivarius, mixed with shorty shit stain. We make the hits bang every time we spit things. A cornucopia in IE California. We social distance, but we don't have homophobia. I was utopian, now I'm utilitarian. Can't save the world, but might just help the proletariat. You're so hilarious, the weight I'll help you carry it. Pack a ball, I'll match it in the hatchet, we can bury it. MCs get reclaimed in unfruitful attempts. They like an ale, uncarbonated, sour root tank. Uh -huh. Oh, ale, uncarbonated, meet me at Border X Brewery. Man, we be going ham, yeah, man, smoke me a doobie. Yeah, you already know, sneaky is yours truly. I keep it one million, one thousand on the flow. Everywhere I fucking go, I'm just trying to help you grow. I'm just trying to help you be everything you fucking need. When I come to your community, homie, I'm planting seeds. That's right, yo. 
I'm trying to blaze trees Didn't understand that you should get these A couple of MDMA tablets Or maybe just a couple of mushrooms and a tea That's right, yo I like that psychedelic study Trying to make sure you know the water's muddy But man, even the lotus rise from the swamp And everybody knows enlightenment's what you want If you come through keeping your energy so right Me and my crew, we show you love, that's right it tight, man, do it all night, that's what we came to do, this isn't a fucking fight. Yo, what's up then? Tangent Wiggy Lewis, Coast Avengers, up Clan. Monster mashup, you know we crushed the hash up. We do this and we rockin' like some Heshers. Uh, what is the lesson? Yo, we here with the messengers. Uh, whatever, sir, some veterans with beverages. Good choices, Barlow's. Yeah, Barlow's. Good yeah, shit. Yeah, when he yeah, comes yeah, back yeah. in here, I'll pack a bowl for him. Uh, well, that was Thank fucking you so tight. Much. Yeah, uh, tell the people where they can find you, all your social medias, uh, fucking websites, Twitters, whatever you want to do. Uh, Tangent Wiggy uh, on Instagram at T A N J I N T W I G G Y. WestCoastAvengers.com is the website. Uh, if you look up uh, Tapped In with Tangent on YouTube, uh, Tangent spelled T A N J I N T, tapped space. In, yeah, Tapped In with Tangent. You'll find the four episodes that are up so far. Uh, my you know blogs at uh, tangent.wordpress.com. You could find uh, what else? My music. If you look up "Don't Spark the Blunt Without Me" on YouTube, and it'll pull up. You know, like most of my a lot of my YouTube content of me and West Coast Avengers uh, on Spotify. Tangent Wiggy T A N J I N T space W I G G Y. Also West Coast Avengers. Also Guardians of the I E. Those are the ways you can find my music on Spotify and Apple and the rest. Yeah, and go listen to Localist. I was Thank dope. I, I I dug it. And you know, if you're into fucking high mind political bars with some fucking shit that you can laugh at and, and cry to and vibe to. It's all there, man. It's all there. Thank you. Uh, you can find us every Monday night unless we're somewhere else broadcasting here on Twitch. Uh, follow the MM Up Clan right there at the bottom of the screen. I'm official sneaky on Twitter and Instagram. If you want more uh, podcast stuff, it's Rec Respect Pod. Uh, thank you again, Tangent, and uh, until next time, brother. Appreciate it. And we are doubling up. What is we doing? Doubling up. What is you doing? Doubling up. What is we doing? Double it up.